road that I travel is scenic. I'm chasing the sun and the snow. You tell me I'm here for a season. There's so much about me you don't know. I'm always wondering, what am I wanting? To be boxing or be free. I'm caught up in being honest. Find comfort in my misery. Promise me this. Never run away from yourself. I've blocked up my sink. With the tears I cry, could you send me help? Welcome, young man. Great to have you in studio with us. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Now, how would you like me to refer to you? De does DJ work? DJ works, actually. Most people refer to me as DJ. It's okay. easier than Desmond John. It's quite a mouthful. So, Same DJ. with Sarah Jane, which yeah, is why yeah. people call me SJ. SJ. So, okay, DJ and SJ in wow. studio. Wow, that has a ring to it. Don't stop. It's a brand. It's a brand. <laughs> Wait, we're onto something. <laughs> Listen, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. This is exciting. Yeah. It is. So, from where do you hail originally? Because I know you are a mix of all yeah, sorts yeah, yeah. of things. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm, I'm a mix, definitely. Um, I was born in Germany, in okay. Frankfurt, Germany. My mom's South African, my dad's British. Yeah. Um, and then, when I was four, I moved to South Africa, to Johannesburg. I grew up there. And then, when I was 13, I moved to Cape Town. Um, and then, a year later, I spent some time in Germany, playing some football, actually, over there for a year. And then, after that, I moved back to Cape Town. And then I moved to America, to Atlanta, when I was 16, to do the whole music thing. That is a so, lot to pack into a short life. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. I tried to put it into one sentence. I was like, okay. It's very so good. I put a lot of commas. And what stuff. age are you now, if I may ask? Uh, I just turned 20. Just, when, yeah. when, do you, when you say just? 28th of December. Good. Yeah. How is 20s feeling for you? You know, all this wisdom at 20s. Yes. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, it's good. Um, I think it's an exciting age because I'm, you know, we're kind of like the kindergartners again in the real world, I guess. Yeah. So it's it's cool. Like I'm able to build, um, I guess, yeah, just build something of value. So. For sure. When did you know that music was your thing? Because if you were playing football in or soccer in yeah. Germany, <laughs> you must have kind of been doing a music, soccer, which direction yeah. am I going in? So when I was um, when I was 14, I came back from Germany and decided I, you know, didn't want to do football anymore because um, it, it just started to like take the enjoyment out of it to take it too seriously and then I actually just like me and my friends formed a band at school and we just started performing at some of the school events um, and it got quite a good response so then when I was in America uh, actually when I was in Johannesburg sorry uh, there was an American comedian on tour at the time in South Africa who was it? Um, a guy called Arlen Griffin okay. I'm not sure if you know him he's from Atlanta but okay. he was doing something out here for um Comedy Central okay. and he was recording at the studio in Johannesburg and I had left my phone charge he had left his phone charger at the studio right? and I was recording there a few hours before that so he now came back to get his charger and he then heard the music liked what he heard and pretty much said if you ever want to come to Atlanta there's people I could introduce you to in the industry here's my card let me know. So <laughs> six months later, my dad and I went there in the holidays just for two weeks initially to see how it would go. And he introduced me to my manager at the time, um, a guy called Tip Green, um, who I then lived with in America. 
and yeah, I spent about two years. So between sixteen Slow and down. eighteen. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, down, sorry, DJ. sorry. So much is happening. <laughs> so you are hanging out in a studio doing some recording in Johannesburg yes. at the age of. Uh, I was fifteen. At the age of fifteen, yeah. which in its in and of itself is blowing my mind. <laughs> okay, child star vibes. You then go. The guy, some comedian guy, leaves his charger and has to go back to studio yeah. and hears some stuff that you've done and yeah. says, yeah, who so, was that? Yeah, so he came back to get the charger and I was recording. Oh, you were still there, yeah, right. Okay. I was still there and then he overheard some of the stuff and he just asked who it was. And then we got to talking and it just, one thing led to another. Talk and about then, a break. Yeah, I know. I mean, just imagine if you hadn't been there. Imagine if you'd been one of these little scallies running around doing anything other know, than something productive. <laughs> Trying know, to get, sure. you know, your hands inside a girl's bra or something. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You know, the typical 15-year-old The typical 15-year-old yeah, vibe or just sitting in front of the TV or in front of the PlayStation like, no, yeah, I don't I mean, do it's not like I wasn't doing those things. I was. <laughs> right. You know, just you not on that yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't give me too much credit. I was still getting up to nonsense. Still trying to get your hands in girls' bras and all the rest of it, which is fine, which is what you're meant to do. 15. I can't admit to that on air, but just well, you know. mum and dad listening, <laughs> <laughs> girlfriends listening. Uh, so okay, so there you go, and there you are, and they say if you want to get in touch, here's my card. Yeah, pretty much. And then I got his social medias, and then we I mean, carried on the conversation. Did you have any idea who this person was? I didn't. I didn't. But then I went and checked out his YouTube channel and some of his other content, and yeah, and then we started skyping. So then we started building a relationship. So he really wasn't just he wasn't i mean he's certainly not cape tonian that we know because yeah. you'd, you'd never have heard from him again <laughs> yeah no bro we've yeah, got to, like totally hook up yeah bro. we should totally make plans bro <laughs> yeah. yeah like let's have a bride this weekend eh? <laughs> 10 years later who are you again yeah okay so so you start skyping and then at what point does does your do your parents say you know what child of 15 or possibly yeah. 16 now we're going to invest in you and yeah, we're going to yeah. fly you to atlanta yeah, to well, meet some strange people well what happened was the deal actually was that they didn't want to let me go unless i earned my money for a ticket ah so my friend and i started an um, online marketing agency and then <laughs> we <laughs> what you did yeah and then I, I bought myself and my dad a ticket and then we went over you bought your own ticket yes that was the deal because you. i was young so they obviously didn't want to let me go and just leave school and do all that so yeah are you a genius are you like a child's no, genius no, no, i mean no, not no. child anymore because no. you're 20 but i mean <laughs> you're playing football one minute in germany just you know as you do casually then you're you've got studio time in johannesburg where you're recording something or other where you then meet somebody who's going to hook you up to somebody else who's hugely <laughs> famous then you've got to pay for your ticket kudos to mum and dad yeah. Actually, yeah, you're not yeah, saying, yeah. here you go, we're just going to do this. Then True. you set up a marketing company and then you're paying for you and your dad. Please don't tell me you flew business class or I'll have to <laughs> kick you out of the studio. No, no, no. We were getting peanuts and water in the economy. Good. Okay. <laughs> what happened when you first got to Atlanta? I love so, Atlanta. Yeah, oh, I love it. It's Isn't a great it's city. Best, yeah. oh, it's, it's so good. Um, so I, I got there and then we met this guy Griff at the airport. He then took us to his house. The first meal we had was hot wings, Atlanta hot wings. Of course. I fell in love. And um, then the next day he introduced me to Tip, Tip Green, who I spoke about earlier, who was yeah. my manager. Yeah. Um, and on the second, yeah, so on the second day I then met Tip and then he introduced us to a guy called DJ Toomp. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him. He's a I he's can't. a producer from Atlanta. And he's, okay. yeah. Um, Who's he's he worked with? Uh, Kanye West, Jay-Z, Mariah Carey. Um, Rick Ross, T.I. Few, yeah. few people. <laughs> uh, you had me at T.I. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, that was that was a crazy experience because that was happening on the second day. 
and yeah, it just all happened really quickly. And then two weeks later, they, I, I went back for the Christmas holidays. Um, I spent time with the family and then they gave a call and said, we want Desmond to move out to Atlanta. So then I left school, end of grade nine. I just finished school and then um, I moved over. I mean, was there any part of this that you thought, because this could have been something really, it could have gone disastrously yeah, wrong. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Really? I mean, I think at the time we were just excited about the opportunity. Of course. And thought we'd regret it if we weren't to take the opportunity because of the way it happened. It just felt like, you know, everything was pointing towards that. So mm. I may as well try it. And yeah, I mean, I think I've definitely enjoyed it so far. So you pack <laughs> so, up your bags. Yeah. And you moved to Atlanta. Yes. On your own or did, did uh, your parents no. come well, with you? Well, my dad came with me like for the, just the first few days just to meet, just to, you know, like solidify things and meet the other people that are involved. Yeah. And then he left and then I started living with my manager, Tip. And we, we then formed a very close bond because he didn't talk have about, kids. Yeah, talk about your relationship with Tip. Yeah, so, um, yeah, like he actually, he took me under really and taught me um, music from scratch like he, he taught me keys he taught me guitar he taught me theory yeah he really just took me under his wing and mentored me um and we then formed a very close bond he was almost like my second dad mm. i guess in atlanta um and then very unexpectedly he passed away in january 20 yeah 2017 now were you there at the time or were you here yeah so i was um i was there when he went into hospital and then i flew back because i couldn't stay with him anymore so i flew back and then while i was here his condition got worse and then sure yeah what was the impact away. of his death on you? I mean, you'd be- become so close. He was your musical mentor. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Um, I think it was definitely, it made me grow as a person because I hadn't experienced anything like that before. I hadn't experienced loss or mm. I hadn't experienced real pain like that. So I think it was, um, yeah, I think it was something that I grew from. And I think it also helped me channel a lot of creativity because I was, I was in a bad place, obviously, after it happened. Mm. Um, but then I just put that into songwriting and use the songwriting almost as a journal, I yeah. guess. So, Let's talk about music and the stuff that you were listening to when you were growing up. I mean, yeah. at 15, what were you listening to? Who were you aspiring to be? Or what was uh, your inspiration? I really love Outkast. I well, I have I hear on the grapevine that you have you have performed rap in the past. Yes, hip hippity hop. Hip hop, yes. Hip hop. No, yes, no, I have. Um, I mean, at the time, I think I was going in more of a hip hop direction when I was younger. Um, but I think to look at you now, my darling. Yeah, no, I don't. Which which intrigues me even more. You hip-hop. don't exude a, a hip hop vibe. <laughs> no, I know. I know. No, if I may say, I so. mean, yeah, I think I think the vibes definitely changed. I think once I started learning music, I think my musical taste expanded. Okay. Um, and it's definitely more R and B based now. So. Mm. Okay, so, so Outcast was. There, at the yeah, and, and then it transitioned into Earth, Wind, and Fire, Al Green. Um, Al Green, I mean, the late great else? James yes. Ingram. Oh, sad times. I mean, of modern artists, Frank Ocean. I'm a big yeah. fan. Um, Daniel Caesar. Recently, he's yeah, he's just great. <laughs> you say <laughs> so good, so good, so good. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so those are artists that I listen to Okay. To currently. What is the hardest part about doing what you do? What is the, like, when you wake up every day, yeah. 
this is I mean this is what you want to do for a career this yeah. is this is your thing yeah. and it looks very glamorous I guess from the outside is that you get to it's come really in nice. and, and speak to SJ and, <laughs> and wear a guitar in a very cool way and headphones and be very cool about it but what is the what is the yeah. toughest thing um, I'd have to say the perseverance I guess mm. and also the rejection yeah because <clears throat> as an art can I get some water there, please? Have Sorry. some water. <laughs> if you are I'm just joining like, us, I should just I'm say... I'm sounding like Kermit. You are, <laughs> you're not. If you are just joining us, I should say that we are joined in studio by Desmond John, who is a local singer-songwriter, and we're hearing about his incredible story, his incredible uh, rise to success, which uh, includes uh, two years as a very young teenager living in Atlanta, Georgia, in the United States, um, his, uh, his incredible relationship with his late mentor, um, and uh, how he finds himself here. Are you suitably satiated? Yes, I am. Good. Okay. But I've forgotten the question. The question so. was the, the biggest challenge. You were talking about oh, yeah, perseverance yeah. And, and rejection. Yeah. So I think, you know, as an artist, um, the music that I put out is very personal. So I think it can be disheartening when you put it out and you, you're expecting a certain response. And, you know, you might not get that response. So it might seem like a mammoth, a mammoth task right now. Mm. Um, but it's just like small all these small go- goals accumulate to that big goal so i guess it's re- remembering that and just every day as long as you're adding on what one, is one the piece ultimate of the puzzle big goal? the like ultimate big goal what do you goal, want i want to be able to tour the world on original music and mm. yeah i, I want to be able to perform at the type of venues i want to perform at um and just have a uh like a very dedicated like a small but dedicated fan base i guess yeah. and yeah, be able to tour the world, collaborate with people around the world, um, build up my studio. Uh, so, how much time do you spend in studio? Uh, every day. Every yeah. day. Yeah. 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 I'm in the every day, so I'm I'm either producing something or writing or working with other artists. Um, and I've actually just uh, started a studio, so my manager is with me in in studio right now. Uh, he's my business partner amongst some others, and we all just it's a creative hub. Um, that we literally started a, f- a few weeks ago. So I'm going to be running that this year. Congratulations. Thank you. You seem very driven. Yes, I am. I'm ambitious. Do your parents sure. have a great deal to do with that? Because um, they are hugely supportive. I yes, mean, no, it's no, not everyone's are. parents who would say, yeah, fine, leave school, do this, go to Atlanta, come back, do, <laughs> dabble in this, dabble in that. I mean, they're yeah. either very, very much, they love you very much, which of course they would do, <laughs> um, and just blindly are throwing money at you or supporting you, or yes. they genuinely believe that you are a huge talent, which you are. Thank you. Well, I I hope that they get a return on, you know, any time <laughs> so or effort or anything. Yeah, yeah, you know, any anything that they put into it. Um but I'm I'm very grateful to have parents like them to actually believe in me and um yeah, also just be patient with it, I guess. Yeah. And also know that it's not going to happen overnight, but I think seeing I think they do see an opportunity and um Whose career? You said it, it's not going to happen overnight, and that's such a such a realistic way of viewing it. Yeah. In terms of somebody whose career um, and perhaps career growth, you would look at and say, "That's how I would like my career to go." Because we, the artists that we see um, these days, a lot of them come off the back of reality TV shows, etc. And you don't see necessarily, with the exception, I think, of probably The Voice, where a lot of people are already established artists in, in yeah, their own right yeah. to some extent. But a lot of the people that we're seeing, you you don't see the journey. You mm. see 
suddenly this is who they are. Yeah, they're suddenly you see the final product. Suddenly, and, yeah. Exactly. And then people just think that it happens. Yeah. Overnight. So in terms of somebody whose career you would like to emulate, who? Um, I mean, Frank Ocean yeah. would be great. Yeah. You know, I mean, something like that. I There's not really anyone that I necessarily want to emulate. I'd w- I wanted to just flow as it does. Yeah. And m- my whole thing is as long as I can be performing the music I love to people that genuinely enjoy the music and respond to it um that's yeah that's just the main goal if i can be performing every night that's that's the main aim (laughs) and then we just build from there will you perform something else for us yes i will good what's this (laughs) what are you doing for us um i'm gonna do a cover um of here by alessia cara okay fantastic Sorry if I seem uninterested or I'm not listening or I'm indifferentially I ain't got no business here but since my friends are here I just came to kick it But really I would rather be at home all by myself not in this room with people who don't even care about my well-being I don't dance, don't ask, I don't need a boyfriend So you can go back, please enjoy your party I'll be here, whoa, here Somewhere in the corner, under clouds of marijuana Whoa, here And I'll be over here, and I'll be over here, yeah You need more. We need more than that. That's just a teaser. That's just a teaser. That's just a teaser of uh, of uh, of DJ. Okay. Give us something else. Okay. She said, baby, I'm afraid to fall in love Cause what if it's not reciprocated? I told her, don't rush, girl, don't you rush Guess it's all a game of patience she said, what if I dive deep? Would you come in after me? Would you share your flaws with me? Let me know, yeah I told her thinking is all wrong Love will happen when it wants I know it hurts sometimes But don't let it go, yeah Cause I want you and I want you Cause I, I want you I want you Cause I want you And I want you Cause I want you I want you You are enormously talented. Thank you. You've got a voice, right? Tabor is my music guru <laughs> on the side there. Thoughts, Tabor? Just do it. 
Good stuff. Yeah. When did you realise that you had a voice that you could sing? It's one thing to want to be a pop star when you're younger, but it's quite another to actually have the chops to carry it out. <laughs> no, for sure. Thank you very much. Um, I actually only really started properly singing when I got to Atlanta. So that was another thing that I learned when I got there and that took kind of taught me. Were you surrounded by a lot of amazing singers in Atlanta? Yeah, well, <laughs> thanks. Um, I mean, like most producers that I worked with could sing. So right. they then helped me a lot. Um, and then I learned, you know, about harmonies. and. I mean, in terms of the music that I listen to, I would say that probably 70 or 80% of the artists are either from Atlanta mm. um, or their producers are. Yeah. That was the stuff that I grew up on, that yeah. 90s yeah, R&B yeah, vibe. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, yeah. like the Monikers, the baby faces, oh, the Jermaine's, everyone was coming yeah. out of Atlanta. 112. Uh, 112. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Old school yeah. vibes. I know. I yeah. Know, I know. Hey? Yeah, no, and it really was. And it was, it's, is that culture still very much alive as um, alive or is it, has it, does it, yeah. has it tended to head towards the trap culture yeah. that's coming out of Atlanta? Yeah. yeah. I think that's because obviously the impact that traps had on the huge, game yeah, yeah. It's, it's huge so um i think atlanta is more known right now for that but i think there's definitely a resurgence in r&b music yeah especially happening right now there's a, a oh, lot of beautiful. artists that are coming out that are really making some good stuff and uh, yeah a lot of them are from atlanta yeah Let's talk about your songwriting process. You're saying that really that's when it's it kicked off when you went to when you went to the states. Yes. How much of a learning curve was that? Um, and how has your writing changed? Yeah, I mean, before there was not really any structure to it right. at all. You know, I just started writing the first verse and just go. Yeah. And there were whatever no, rhymes. Yeah, exactly. Whatever <laughs> rhymes and you know, I didn't really write hooks. I just wrote and just kept writing. So yeah. there was no structure to it. Um, so I think that that's definitely something I learned. Um, and then also, yeah, I just became a lot more melodic hmm. with the writing. So that's yeah. also something that I had to learn while I was over there. Does it come easy to you, songwriting? Um, I mean, is it when you pick up the guitar in the morning, do you think, okay, I've already got um, a, a hook in my head. I know that this is yeah. what I want. Or are you sitting there thinking, oh, what comes after? Yeah, no, no, no <laughs> I do. So my process is I'll come up with the chords first. Either it's a four bar loop or, and then one or two changes. And then I'll do what I recall, uh, what I call mumble melodies. Okay. So I lay the guitar down, and then I go and I do like fifty takes of different melodies. Show me a mumble melody. Okay, so like. <laughs> I know that you're not in my bed, but you know I'm not. Ooh, I've been telling another thing, I should tell the fun. Ooh, I got things you know I think, but another man, no, yeah, I got one. Yeah, I got one. Okay, that's a mumble melody. Yeah, so that right there is a mumble melody. So what I do is I'll, I'll structure the song first, get the mumble melodies down, and then I'll structure the words around the melody. Because people <sighs> remember melodies. True story. So I was going to ask you: Are you a lyrics man or a mumble, a mumble <laughs> man, a melody man? Yeah, no. I mean, I try. I try to be both. I try to be. I try to um, put a lot of effort into my writing. Yeah. Because I feel like it's important. It's, I think both complement each other. So. Yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. If you could collaborate with anyone, and I'm taking Frank Ocean off the table yes. because it's too obvious. Yeah. yeah no, um. No. And and this whoever you want to collaborate with, I mean, I have the power of being able to bring people back from the dead. Ah. So if there was somebody 
posthumous who you would like me to return to planet Earth? Who would be your number one collaboration? James Brown. Yeah. Really? I think so. I was not expecting you to say that, yeah, no, young no. white boy. <laughs> <laughs> At all. Yeah, no, pasty white boy here saying he wants to bring James Brown back. Yeah, but that's all. I did not expect that. Yeah, okay. no, I, I feel like you would just... The energy and the funk on the sure. track would be that would be intense. Insane. Yeah, yeah. Insane. and you could learn exactly. so much from. I mean, because I'm starting to really put my live show together now. Okay. And, yes. And get into that side of things because I did I did a tour of the UK last year. Actually, I did 20 shows across the UK. So, yeah. Congratulations <laughs> to you. Thank you. Thank you. Where did you perform? Where were some um, of your highlights? Newcastle. Yeah. Um, was actually a really good show. So it was like uh, many at like unis and stuff. Yes. So, oh, it, I remember those vibes when yeah. I was at varsity. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So uh, Newcastle was a good show. Yeah, the Geordies were always yeah. fun. Yeah, YI nice. men. Yeah. YI. <laughs> and then um, London. London was actually good. I did Where three did or four shows. Where did you perform in London? Um, Camden Market. Oh, yeah, there and then. Fantastic. I forgot the college. King's College. King's College, yeah. yeah. So King's College. Posh kids. Then, yeah. Yes. So, you know, some posh kids in the audience. Um, and I can't remember the other ones. There and were two was, other unis. What, how was the response? It was good. I was actually very surprised because when I was in London, there were people at the show that knew some lyrics to my songs oh, that I've been putting on Spotify. And that, that blew my mind. I was like, okay, even if it's only three people, that's still... What Something. is that feeling like? I can't, it, I kind of can imagine, but, you know, it's like when people, you know, so I, I wrote a book and people sometimes come up and say, I loved this part of the book. And you yeah, go, yeah. oh my God, you like really read it. And <laughs> like, you actually bought a copy from an actual bookshop. And yeah, so I, that, I kind of get that feeling, but just yeah, describe yeah. it or, or hearing a song on the, hearing your song on the radio or, or hearing, seeing people singing your song back to you. What does that feel yeah, like? Yeah, that's like... Is that the ultimate? Yeah, I think so as an artist. Because like I said earlier, it's this personal thing that you're putting out. Yeah. So if people care about it enough to know the lyrics, then you actually feel like what you're doing is worth it. Because mm. it can it can often feel like, oh, nobody's, nobody's listening. Nobody yeah. cares. Nobody why, cares. Why should I write all these songs if no one's listening? So, yeah, to have people engage and know now some Now, you've already bought out an EP, right? Yes. Called I'm Not Angry, Just Disappointed. Yes. Brilliant. It's a slogan of my life. Absolutely I hear that all the brilliant. time. brilliant. I'm not angry, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> Sarah Jane King, not angry, <laughs> just disappointed, which was released in 2017. So how many singles have you had off that? Is it an EP or an album? Uh, it's an EP. Okay. Um, it's five songs and it was actually released 2018. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, but it's just, um, it was released June yeah, last year. Okay. So it's been out since then. Um, and it's actually gotten quite a good response online. Um, I'm so not surprised. <laughs> no, I was, I was, um, I was chuffed about that. And so, what's yeah. next? And when can people see you perform? That's what people really want to know. Um, so, I've actually got a gig this Thursday. Where? With um, Granddaddy on Long, on Long Street. Yes, I know it very well. Yeah, so um, I'm performing with a the band there. I'm just doing one song. Okay. So. To the people who are listening, you should come check it out. Yes. And um, I don't have any upcoming gigs lined up, but I'm busy putting my show together. So I should be performing two or three times a week. I'd love to see you at Cafe Rue. Ooh. That's where I'd love to see you. That's a great venue. That's a good call, yeah. Yeah. For sure. I need <laughs> to speak to my room. manager to hook it up. Or the Raptor Room. I'd also Ooh, yeah, I'd also yeah, make yeah. my way there. Thank it's got to be within. The, it's got. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be within the vicinity. <laughs> not too far. The, not too far. You know, I'm petrol not, prices nowadays. I am not traveling to Stellenbosch. Not even oh, for those. No. Not even for those golden tones. No, no, I'm no, afraid. No. <laughs>
<laughs> Listen, it has been such a pleasure to have you in studio. I'm, Thank you I'm so excited. I feel like in five years' time, it will be difficult to get hold of you. So I'm glad that we've, we've had so. you now. I hope so. Thank yeah. you very much. No, I really appreciate it. You're so it. welcome. You're so welcome.